Hello, welcome back to Eating It, Stories of Bombing, Bad Sets, and Shows Gone Wrong. My name, of course, is Jay Tyler Menz. I am the host of the show. Why do I tell you that every time? God bless it. I don't know. Um, But yeah, welcome back to the show. Thanks for listening in. A couple notes up top. If you've not listened to the show before, thanks for listening for, for the first time. If you've enjoyed the show in the past... Thanks for listening again, and um, definitely go back, listen to old episodes you haven't listened to. Um, If uh, you do enjoy the podcast, please do leave us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, or however you listen to the podcast, Um, and uh, maybe even a review. That'd be helpful. That'd be great. Would sincerely appreciate it. Um, What else do I want to say? Today's today's show, we have uh, Christine Ferreira. A uh, really great comic out of Baltimore. Very excited to have interviewed her. Um, it was for, uh, she was in town during the Cream City Comedy Festival, which happens in Milwaukee once a year, and um, was great seeing her. She's been through a, a bunch before, so it was great hanging out with her again. Um, uh, yeah. Um, by the way, we did record during the festival at a kind of a remote location. We were at a coffee shop, so the audio on this one and actually the next couple few might uh, might be lesser quality, but hey, it's a free podcast. I do not charge for you for it. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it might be a little louder than normal, but uh, bear with me while we're dealing with it. Anyhow, uh, it was great talking with Christine and chatting with her. I've really enjoyed, uh, uh, you know, her story. Um, she, Christine comes from kind of an art background, which is uh, super interesting and fun, and I uh, loved chatting with her about that as well. Um, what else do I want to say? We do have pins for sale. Check out our pins. Um, they are the Mr. Yuck logo. It is the same pin I give to all the guests that uh, join join me on the podcast. Um, if you want one of those, you can email me at jtylermens at gmail.com. Um, we've got a website, eatingitpod.com. We've got Facebook and Twitter, Eating It Pod, on both of those. Make sure to check those out. Give us a follow on there. Um, and at the end of the show, I will uh, let you know um, more about my upcoming dates. In the meantime, update, baby update, baby pickles. And baby is on the way in November. Really excited. Very pumped for that. Uh, Nervous. Uh, Things seem to be going well, though. Um, So, yeah, thank you for all the love to all the people who reached out after I announced that on the last uh, podcast. I do appreciate all the love and the feel-goods. So it was nice hearing from all of you. Um, Any other updates other than that? No, things are good. It's summer in Wisconsin, and so things are kind of slow on my end. But, uh, but. I, I shouldn't say slow. I've got a lot of stuff going on, um, a lot of uh, kind of things in the works as well. But um, really enjoying just kind of living my life during the summer, and uh, you know, a lot of big projects in store. But um, yeah, you know, as a comic, I think it's important to live just a regular existence as well, to live a life worth commenting on. And so now that it's finally nice outside, nice enough to go outside, because, you know, winters in Wisconsin are just horrendous, uh, it's uh, finally nice enough to go outside. It's been nice to kind of, you know, stretch my legs, kind of that, hit the road. Uh, last weekend, I was in Appleton uh, at the comedy club there, and it, it skyline, and it was great. It was fantastic, so it was nice to hit the road. 
Um, but more uh, more announcements and projects and tour dates to come. And like I said, at the end of the show, I will tell you where I'm performing next. Um, until then, I hope you uh, enjoyed this interview that I did with uh, Christine Ferreira. Not at all, no. Welcome back to Eating It. Uh, stories of bombing, bad sets, and shows gone wrong. This part always gets cut out, by the way. It's a, uh, sitting across from me is Christine Ferreira from Baltimore. How are you? I'm good. good. How are you? Thank you for being on the show. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, Baltimore. Tell us about it. Baltimore. Um, Do you like it there? We were just talking about, <laughs> thinking about, you were thinking about maybe, I don't know, should I is that okay to say on the podcast? Oh, sure. Think about yeah. moving, maybe? I am. I've been in Baltimore for 10 years, and I always tell people that I love Baltimore because it's one of the few cities that really lives up to its reputation. Oh, really? <laughs> which is the city that reads. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, that is their is slogan. Is that the slogan? <laughs> yeah. The city that reads? The city that reads. We're literate here. <laughs> um, we're literate. We have libraries. Um, they have, like, this famous library system. That's oh, cool. why they're... Uh, that's why that's their slogan. Wow. But it's just funny because people associate Baltimore more with The Wire, yeah. which is also very true. The city that watches HBO. <laughs> yeah, the city that produces award-winning television um, <laughs> by being super effed up. Um, yeah, no, I love Baltimore. And if and when I move, it'll be a total heartbreak. But yeah, but I'm a Midwesterner. So Hell yeah, very much looking forward to being back here. Did you start comedy in Baltimore? Or did yes. you start in the Midwest? Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is I do think that's actually pretty key because <clears throat> I do think where you start makes kind of a difference. Big deal. It's a big deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is a big deal. So it's funny because I grew up in Chicago. I lived in Milwaukee for 10 years, went to art school here. Did you go well, to MSOE? Um, or, my no, ad. I'm sorry, my ad. My yeah. ad. I always mix the two up. <laughs> yeah, and I I mean, I loved it. I, so that, and that kind of relates to my background, which is art. So yeah. I come from, I was a painter and a printmaker and a visual artist for years and years, maybe 10 or 15 years, and did that for a while. And then I went to Baltimore for grad school okay. in interdisciplinary art. And so that's when I started getting um, really interested in performance art. And so for me, comedy is an extension of performance art, yeah. which is uh, different than a lot of comedians. You know, a lot of comedians right. don't come from <laughs> that. A lot of comedians are just scumbags that we talk <laughs> a about. A lot of them are reprehensible people. <laughs> That, um, yeah. That we love. That we love. That we love. So, but so my big, you know, when I, I mean, I've been interested in comedy since I was a kid, um, but I always was more into the sort of more like alt comics yeah. and people coming from, you know, more like weird traditions. I mean, of course, like Andy Kaufman was one of my first oh, yeah, big loves. Great. and But even like uh, Gary Shandling, I think, was doing weird stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, just anyone who was doing something weird, just that was what I was into. Yeah, I was big into, uh, when I was starting comedy, I was big into Steve Martin. And I always felt like, <gasps> yeah. Uh, and I always felt like he, he did like, had the perfect balance of actually being a comic, but also it was almost like he was... Uh, it was really meta. He was like making fun of being a comic. 
or That's being so, an entertainer in yeah. that era. And it's funny that he ended up being such a mainstream success, but he is really, he was really meta, yeah. or he is, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah, he was one of, I think the first comedy album I ever had was Let's Get Small. Oh, that's a great one. That's a good one, yeah. I mean, but we had them all. We had um, all those comedy albums like George Carlin. And oh, yeah. We had up, Cheech and Chong. Oh, Do you nice. remember that? Oh, I love that. And <laughs> I would just smoke. listen to them over and over. I love that stuff. Um but yeah, so when I first started doing comedy was in Baltimore, and it was actually, it was with a group, uh, there's a comedy collective from Baltimore called Wham City, and I started doing comedy with them. Is that like an improv group, or is it no, really stand-up? they are not stand-up or improv. They basically kind of, they in some ways they kind of carved out their own little niche, but I guess you would describe it as sketch, but it's not really sketch doesn't really do it justice it's like they kind of make these uh weird dark videos and they do a lot of performances that interact with video and so i was doing a lot of that too and um so we started doing shows together maybe um five or six or seven years ago cool and um i actually got to tour with them last year which was really fun so um, that Where was. Where did you go? Where did you go on tour? I well, they were already on tour, so I met them in Detroit, and then went across to Seattle, and then down to LA. Shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it was All like over. a for real tour, um, but because they the way that they tour, they've been touring for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. So it was all, it was not comedy venues. We didn't do any comedy oh, venues. Like it was rock like clubs and rock stuff? clubs and like nice. little kind of weird alternative spaces. And so, and they have kind of their own little following. So it yeah. was, it was great. It was a great experience, but yeah, so I definitely, um, Baltimore's comedy scene is like the weirder, the better, okay. very into experimentation and um, I don't know. So that was good for me. You yeah. Know? yeah. It was, uh, people are just really up for stuff there. I mean, I'm sure they are here too. I, I don't know. but I, I think starting in a small scene is way better than starting in a, in a big, like I can't imagine people who start in LA or New York. Or New like York. I can't. That would yeah. be too yeah. much for me. Right. And also just how do you even find your people kind of, you know, like that could take, yeah. A really long time. Yeah. So that was a benefit to me that Baltimore is really small, kind of everybody knows each other and that it's like a wide open, you know, wide open to experimentation. Yeah. Attitude. So, Sweet. yeah. And you've come through Milwaukee several times now. Mm-hmm. It's always good to see you. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. You're uh, one of my favorites, actually. Oh, I tell people about you. Thank you so much. Oh, wow, you're welcome. That was, yeah. uh, that's very flattering. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Milwaukee is, you know, it's a good town. I'm glad, I'm glad I'm glad. people come here and like it here. You know mm. what I mean? But that's enough about Milwaukee. Let's get to the point of the show. Uh, so bombing, bad sets, sto- stories of bad shows. What do you got? What? Okay. I was excited well, when you reached out because I was like, oh, man, th- for those the <laughs> listeners, like we're this is during the Cream City Comedy Festival that we're recording, and I had a couple people reach out to me that were like, "Can I can I tell a story?" And I was, yeah, oh I, yeah, I always love people who are like, "Yeah, I, oh I've got one." So, um, well, so mine is I have actually been blessed to not have had that many bad experiences mm-hmm. doing comedy. Um, 
I, but okay, so I'll give you the one that was the most painful for me. I had another really bad bombing experience last year, actually. But this one was the worst for me because it came really early on when I was doing comedy. So those hurt. Those are the worst. Yeah. And um, it's pretty. Well, okay. So I was I had kind of just started doing comedy. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I come from a performance art background and um, I have one of my best friends. Um, I wasn't going to name her by name, but her name is Teresa Columbus. <laughs> it's just kind of funny because she's actually from here, too. Oh, and cool. so people know her. Shout she's, out to Teresa. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Um, she is a wonderful performance artist that is one of my best friends who I love. But she was curating... Uh, this art show. So in Baltimore, there's this, every summer, there's this gigantic citywide art festival called Artscape. Yeah. And I had never even been to it before. Um, they block off the whole downtown. It's outdoors. It's indoors. It's like, you know, it's one of these, I guess, sort of like Summerfest if it was for art, art. you know? Yeah. Okay. But it's just, it's ginormous. The whole city shuts down. You can't get anywhere. And there's just like tents everywhere. There's art going on everywhere. There's also a lot of drinking, and it's kind of known for getting pretty crazy and debaucherous. It's also always in July, and it's always the hottest day of the year. And if you've never been to Baltimore in the summer, it's disgusting. It's one of the worst places to be in the summer. It's like 100 degrees. That Middle East Coast is like 70% humidity. It is a swamp. It's disgusting. I once went to Savannah in August, and it was horrible like we we love the city but it was just like this is gross outside how do people it's do disgusting it? yeah so anyway so i usually avoid artscape every year um but anyway so my friend my good friend was curating i guess i should say uh, a stage um there's you know several stages there and she had a stage that she was um doing performance on all day so she asked me to do comedy and um, I had never been to this festival before. So anyway, so I, I prepare my comedy. I go there. I'm doing. I'm on stage, and I'm getting kind of like a weird vibe, and um, it's also massive. Like there's like thousands of people at right. this thing, and not everybody is in front of this particular stage, okay. but there's a lot of people there. It's was just, it like a tent? Was it closed off? Yeah, it was, was like it? a little tent. She had actually hand-painted this whole tent or whatever. It was really beautiful. Anyway, so I'm up there, and I'm about midway through my set, and it's just terrible. Like, nobody's laughing. Did she intro you as a comic? Did yeah, you say, yeah. some comedy? Yes, yes, exactly. She introduced me as a comic. I go up, and I'm doing my set, and it's just nothing, nothing, nothing. And then I'm actually starting to get some pretty mean looks from people. And this one guy was standing right in front of the stage, and he actually said, boo. Oh, <laughs> no. And he was like, boo. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And I just started feeling like there's something not right here, you know? So then Teresa, my good friend, comes running onto the stage, and she's like, oh, honey, this is a children's show. This is the children's stage. And I was like, and my, I mean. <laughs> and she then, didn't prep you for that? No, she forgot. Ooh, it slipped no. her mind. It slipped her mind. So then I start noticing, oh, everybody has a double stroller. And there is, there are clowns. And there 
are people painting kids' faces. There's like a face oh, painting station. God. And I was like, oh, this is not the right match. And so anyway, so she said, well, just keep going, but try to clean it up and, you know, no swearing and okay, just keep, just keep going. And <laughs> she runs off the stage. So for one thing, to have somebody run onto stage during your set is not a good thing. And then oh also, God. so then I, I start telling my next joke and then I realized, no, this joke ends with the C word. Oh. <laughs> and actually, it has to end with the C word. That's part of the joke. So, And then I thought, okay, so I just stopped that joke midway. Go to the next thing. Nope, can't do that. Can't do I'm trying to edit in my head as I'm going along. So anyway, I just ended up apologizing and, and running off the stage. I was just like, that's, I shut it down. Goodbye. So I get off of the stage, but then... Um, the woman who was in charge of the one of the people in charge of the whole festival came up to me and scolded me (laughs) yeah and she she was like you know you're you need to know your audience and i told you nobody had mentioned that it was a children's it was the section of the festival that was for children yeah so anyway and the funny part was is right after that show was um, George Clinton and the... Parliament Funkadelic? Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs> so literally all these <laughs> the most women... Or not, I shouldn't say they're all women, but all these parents with like their double strollers tisking me and like giving me mean looks and actually, believe me, just at the end of my set, you, he already started warming up, so they all just like pushed their double strollers a hundred feet oh over God. to watch like this crackhead do yeah. <laughs> like funk the music and they're just like oh that was inappropriate now oh we're gonna go God. watch George Clinton it was so funny I was just like ah but I'm really ultimately I'm glad it happened yeah. because um I think when you bomb or have an, a bad experience like that it does something to you and I think it does make you stronger in some oh, way yeah. I don't know it's a learning experience yeah. for sure that's like there was up until you telling me it was a children's show like there was already so many things like going against you and you're yeah. a brand new comic it's outside it's outside it's at a big festival with people wandering around which is never good right and then you, you didn't know it was a my God, <laughs> that would should have been the first thing she told you. Like, by the yes, way, this yeah. is a children's show. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so that's did you, it. Did, have you talked to her since? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. She's um, my dear friend. Oh so, my God. Yeah, we've laughed about it, but um, yeah, she felt bad. She felt bad. <laughs> yeah, rightfully so. I think. Right. I don't know. Yeah. That's. That, that's, thank you for sharing that story. That was fantastic. <laughs> that's exactly what this is about. Yeah. Um, so we, at the end, we always lighten it up with some talk about... So one of my favorite things to do after a good set or after a bad set is I love to go out and eat afterwards. Like if it's a good set, I'm celebrating with food. If it's a bad set, it's, this is really like a, probably a problem for me. Like I celebrate with food. But anyway, <laughs> uh, if they're bad set, I drown my sorrows in, uh, in food. And I like like... I think that's my favorite part about comedy is just like the hang after the show. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Um, so with that said, any memorable like meals or good late night hangs, especially in Baltimore, where, where would you take people? Hmm. Let's see. That's a good question. Um, I don't know about... 
I don't know if that's something that I do a lot in Baltimore, but actually the first thing that came to mind when you said that Mm -hmm. was when we were on tour, we would, I mean, because we would almost invariably be driving to a city, setting up the show, doing the show. So pretty much every night of that tour, we um, wouldn't eat until after the show. And Mm -hmm. it was, and you'd be starving Starving. by that time, actually. And so we would really, yeah, then we would really go somewhere and it was exciting. And one night I had one of the best meals I've ever had, made all the better by having just done this two-hour comedy show and being super starving, was in Seattle. Oh, cool. Oh, my God. It was awesome. We went to this, it was like some kind of Japanese-Korean restaurant, and my friend Ben and I split an entire deep fried chicken it's where they take a chicken and i don't know what they they rub it with something and then they just put the whole thing in a deep fryer oh my god it's some like korean thing and uh it was the best thing i have ever eaten in my life i love fried chicken yeah and that sounds amazing yeah (laughs) that's my best food experience after a show yeah have you been to sobelman's here in milwaukee so they do bloody mary's that's like their big thing but they have a bloody mary it's for four people it's it, it's a huge glass, but they serve as a garnish an entire fried chicken <laughs> on top. Yeah, it's amazing. What? It's crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's like fifty bucks, but it's like four Bloody Marys and a whole fried chicken. Whoa. It's insane. It's so cool to see people order it too, because it's the biggest glass of Bloody Mary you've ever seen. Wow, that does sound good. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow. It's amazing. Well, thanks so much for doing the show. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Where, yeah, where can people me. find you online or in person? Um, I have an, a website. It's christineferreira.net. Um, I think that's where everything is. That's all my contact stuff is on there. I mean, um, Twitter? Yeah. And also, well, we don't have a website for this yet, but I'm curating a uh, new comedy series in Baltimore oh, cool. called Freeze Peach. Oh, okay. Which is a pun yes yeah. free speech oh, so it. yeah but that's oh we don't have a website but we are on like facebook at freeze, freeze. but freeze peach. like frozen yeah, yes freeze peach. like frozen peach. peach like the fruit yeah yeah <laughs> so um yeah and that's a good new comedy series that we're doing and maybe we'll try oh, to have yeah. you out sometime that would be awesome yeah excellent yeah excellent well thanks again for doing the show oh you're welcome oh yeah and i think we'll be good we're good Christine Ferreira, what a great interview. Um, oh, uh, end of the show, like I always do, I'll tell you my dates. And you know what? Not much coming up. I shouldn't say not much coming up. I do have a few things coming up. Um, Farts and Minds, my monthly uh, party mic that I host with my buddy Gary, is the 28th. That'll be pumped. Uh, that'll be pumped. I'll be, I'll be lit for that. Oh, my God. What am I doing? Um, July 10th, I have a Voyager show. Uh, Voyager is my monthly uh, space-themed stand-up and improv show. And then uh, July 28th, I am in Joliet, Illinois for Shots and Giggles. Shots and Gigs. Um, we're going we're gonna to leave it at that. I've got more stuff coming up, but uh, we're just going to tease you with a couple few little things. Thanks again for listening. Rate and review us on iTunes Podcasts iTunes podcasts. Oh, what what the hell? This is off the rails. I should re-edit this, but I'm not going to because you know what? We're just gonna plow through, and uh, I'm gonna keep bombing. That's what that's what I'm doing at this right now. So you keep bombing too, and hope to listen to you next. Hope to listen to you next time. 
Jesus Christ, I hope to <laughs> hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you come back next time. Maybe I won't mess up the outro. Anyway, keep bombing. Thanks, guys.